Yo. Gentlemen. Ryan. There he is. Sam. Hi. Hi, everybody. In three Ryan, different hey, cities. Hello, three different cities. And Base will be joining us from my city of Chicago in, in a few minutes. Of course, I'm in Chicago. Base is in Chicago. Base Ryan, will be joining us from the Chicago slums. Yeah. <laughs> Base will be representing the slums of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, of course, in Los Angeles, where he's been for, like, what, over a year and a half now? Yeah. And Sam, who just moved to Las Vegas yesterday. No, yeah. Temporarily. Wait, what? No, I'm just joking. No, he, no, he's, I don't know why he said that, Ryan. I, I didn't move here at all. He's I, just I, on I, vacation. Oh. He's just vacation. Yeah, I, no, I was actually, I was in Denver. Uh, it's kind of a weird story. I was in Denver, and I was heading to Portland. Um, and I had a um, layover here in Vegas, and my Portland plans got screwed up, so I decided to stay on here a couple days in Vegas. So uh, I am here until tomorrow. Gotcha. Not 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 residing. <laughs> wouldn't, Ryan, wouldn't that be one of the biggest shocks in the world if Sam became uh, like a degenerate gambler and moved to Vegas? Yeah, I can picture Sam in a lot of cities, and Vegas is probably the last on the list. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know what's weird about Vegas for a non-gambler, especially if you're here by yourself. There's really because I, I I don't know about you, Ryan. You're not a big gambler either, either. I don't think, but no, I'm the kind of guy if I go down and lose like thirty or forty bucks, that's it. I'm done. It's like that usually that could happen here in five seconds. So <laughs> I'll lose just a, like a. Just a just a smidge of money, and then I'm like, "Fuck, the day's over now." So, yeah. Whereas that I'm money to me, if I was yeah. in Vegas, I believe the amount Sam told me that he lost was forty dollars. That's just like mm-hmm. that's like kicking things off. That's getting yeah. That's now, getting, now I'm now I'm up to like wet. I'm up to like eighty loss now. That's like taking a basketball out of my trunk and shooting up the first shot that hits the rim. <laughs> like I haven't even begun yet. That's like the shot that not even I'm not even playing it. You know how when you walk on the court, Ryan, you just throw one up. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even intend to make it. Exactly. Yeah, because it's like because it's like a half court <laughs> yeah, shot. That's right. The first, the first eighty dollars he means to lose. If he loses it, he insists on losing the first eighty dollars. <laughs> right. That's eighty dollars that when I walk into the casino, I just hand the pit boss. Yeah. Let's get started, fellas. Here. I like to start. Yeah. I like to start in a hole. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty more where this came from. Yeah, I'm so used to losing. I like to start things off in the hole. <laughs> Not super uh, where he has to give eighty dollars when he walks here to the first pick boss he sees. Sam's like, I went downstairs. I lost forty dollars, and that's it for me. I'll be walking the strip the rest of the night. <laughs> and it's all like Sam's. Uh, poor. It's all like Sam's. I will poor. say it, it, it is so it is so cheap to stay in Vegas though. I mean, rooms are incredibly cheap. Food is actually relatively cheap. Um, if you don't gamble, this is like a great place to just come stay on the cheap. If you gamble, I, I could, and I, I know why because there are many people who are, who are here like me who just come here and they don't really gamble. People come here and they lose thousands of dollars. But right. it's a nice place to I guess stay if you're not going to be a degenerate. But if you're not going to be a degenerate, what do you do there? You just lay in the room. Well, that's, I mean, you can walk around. You can go to shows. You walk around and see all the degenerates. Yeah, I, and there are and there are plenty of them here. Let me tell you, there are. Uh, and Sam, uh, yeah, is, I mean, it's incredible. Is, Sam volume. is seeing uh, David Copperfield tonight. You said right. <laughs> I'm, I, I actually am seeing. I am seeing Penn and Teller. Oh, it was Penn and Teller. I knew it was something old. I you knew it wasn't David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'll be yeah, honest, I, actually looked, I looked at prices on that show because that was that that was one of the high that was the second highest price show out here next to Britney Spears. How much did you pay for uh, Penn and Teller? It was cheap. Well, like ten dollars. It was uh forty dollars. Damn! I hope you got good seats. Yeah, they're pretty good. So I actually looked at David Copperfield. I I was uh, I looked at all the shows. There's a lot of shows out here. And I, um, David Copperfield was like nothing. It was all super expensive. So. What was uh, Chris Angel going for tonight? He was actually pretty. I mean, I wouldn't see him, but he was he was one of the higher higher shows too. Him, Brittany, Mariah Carey. I didn't even know she was out here. Um, and David Lionel Richie. Boys to Men, yeah, right? He's out here too. You know what? Actually, Ryan, I, I did. He's actually. I like Lionel Richie. I don't know. If he's guys, playing at the same place not, Britney Spears plays, right? Yeah, he's actually not playing tonight, though. Oh, uh, I would have. Uh, I would have seen him. Are Boys to Men playing at the Mirage tonight? Boys to Men are. They're here, but they're not playing tonight either. Damn but it. They are here. <laughs> That's where I'd be. Um, and then there's a, there's a Prince. There's like a Prince tribute. But I, I actually read reviews, and it, the reviews weren't very encouraging. So. And real quick, just to, I, did, I'm not. I promise, Anna, I'm not making fun of you. But did I catch Abe say that you're there by yourself? I am. Yeah. Because I was I was going to Portland by myself. Um, so, so Portland is the kind of place that makes more sense to go to by yourself. That's that's why my like I said my my arrangements in Portland got fucked up. So I had uh, I was flying from Denver to Portland with a layover in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I got I basically got stuck in Vegas. That's what happened. I was basically stuck here, so I ended up getting a cheap room, and the whole Portland thing kind of blew up. So I just, I ended up getting another free night here. So yeah. What if Sam really had it so, planned out? Like he has some kind of bet going on in Vegas, like for millions of dollars, and and he was really <laughs> planning on going to Vegas the whole time, but he made up this whole scam. I don't even know scam. how to make a bet for millions. I don't even know how to make bets. He had some like, kind of scheme going in Vegas. Immediately when I got here, Abe's like, could you make these six bets for me at the sports book? You gotta go <laughs> this sports book for this one and this one. And I had to I had to ask for instructions on how to do it. I'm not I don't know how to make I'm not like Abe, I don't fly to Vegas to place a bet and then come home. That <laughs> <laughs> would be pathetic. No, I told Ryan, you know CM Punk is fighting on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna watch that? Uh, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, I, I have a hard time parting with as much money as UFC asked for for fights. No, but I mean, you could go somewhere to watch it. That sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. It is worse. When I, when I go watch them in bars, I'm like, God, I should have just spent the $60. You know, if you really, yeah. honestly, that, that's a good point, Ryan. If, if you break it down, okay, if you go to a bar, let's say you just have two people. Let's say just Sam and I are watching it, right? You go to mm-hmm. a bar. You're going to each spend at least $30 each anyway. You might as well right. just get like Jimmy John's or Jersey Mike's and then just pay the $60. Yeah. Because it's not like we're yeah, those kind of well, guys who have to, quote, get fucked up. I got to get fucked up to watch a fight, man. Yeah, I'll probably order it. How do we think it's going to happen? Well, I want Sam to put money on CM Punk. I think he's going to shock the world, and he's a plus 300. So my he money, is a massive underdog. So my money will pay off real nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm obviously rooting for CM Punk. I don't like his chances though in this fight, or any fight for that matter. That's not scripted. I I really think he's going to win. Because I hope you're right. I mean, who knows? I mean, he could lose in thirty seconds. 
But I think the guy he's fighting, it reminds me of that movie, The Great White Hype with Damon Wayans, mm-hmm. where they built the guy. The guy has two, like, 30-second wins, and he's 2-0 and as a professional. And I think that people are getting clouded by that. And even though he trains at a good gym, I could go train at a good gym tomorrow. And they could say, oh, Abe trains at the, uh, you know, the John Jones gym, the Winkle John... Uh, Greg Jackson gym and then they'll think I'm a good fighter just because I train out of a good gym so I think I, I'm putting I I'd I like to put money on CM Punk because then it will they'll make the fight more fun for me too right because I mean I want him to win but it'll make it even better when I win um, real quick how was uh, well maybe not real quick depending on how much you have to say about this I know you guys went to see the Misfit oh it was awesome the Misfits reunion in Denver. And I, so when Sam and I were in high school, we used to have to always like be in the front at every concert. So, you know, you have to push through and you have all these sweaty people on you and, and people, you know, stage diving and body surfing, landing on your head, yeah. sweat, blood, piss, everything. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that. And I think Sam also hasn't done this since the Rage Against the Machine concert, right? Sam at Alpine. No, I actually, I do. I, I, I will go up close for shows, but only in civilized crowds. And no, right. no, in, un, in uncivilized crowds. When was the last time you did Oh, yeah, it? no, no. I haven't done that. It's been a very long time. It was probably that Rage concert, right, at Alpine? But, but I don't know. Maybe. It's, I've been to so many shows. I, I actually, I'm not sure, but it's been a long time. Like 10, 12. I came out of retirement for one night only, and I, I Ryan, I got up against the railing. Do you regret it? At Riot Fest. Uh, no, I, I mean, I was literally front row for the Misfits reunion. So, wow. no, I, I don't. Re- the only thing I do regret is I forgot that smell that's on you when you leave. That like oh, yeah. bo wet <laughs> piss smell. Mm-hmm. And then you know, watching all every girl get molested when they go up top, every guy yeah. grabbing ass and boobs with one hand somehow. I don't know how they do it. They do like the. <laughs> they do like the. Um, they first they hit like a big chunk of the ass and then they go right on top to the boobs. <laughs> it's some kind of move they learned. <clears throat> but they all do it. If you if you're if you're in the pit, you'll notice they all do that. And uh someone like landed on my head and I was wearing a hat so you're trying not to lose your hat. So Yeah. <laughs> but it it, it, it it was awesome just because it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And when the Misfits are actually here at Riot Fest in Chicago, I'm actually in Vegas. That weekend. Oh, so, so that, is that why you? Yeah, is that why you did that? Yeah, yeah I figured it's me. My only chance to see them because yeah. knowing them, they're going to break up probably. So how, how was the actual? I mean, I know that there's a thrill. It, it's like a similar conversation we had with Guns and Roses. Like beyond the thrill of seeing them together again, like did they sound okay? Was it all right? They not only did they sound but, awesome, but Rolling Stone wrote an article saying how great they sounded. You know, I, I will say this. I think, Brian, you bring up a good point, though. I, I definitely think of these reunion shows, like, it's always, especially when it's a band you've liked for for, for so long and you never got to see them or it's been a very long time, you'll never be that at those initial few minutes. When you, it's almost like you're still kind of in awe and shock when you see them on stage together and then it kind of wears off. Um, yeah. They, they, sounded, they, they sounded really good. I thought it was a good show. But I have to say, Glenn Danzig, um, not only... Was he gasping for breath between every song? And I don't know if it was the altitude in Denver. And he was wearing a choker. He was wearing a choker around but his neck. Too. He was wearing a choker also. <laughs> but he, he honestly tell he has the worst um, 
mid song or, or, or between song banter and the worst jokes I've ever heard. Oh rock yeah, he's life. so angry. What's he angry? About? Like, what, what do you mean he's so angry? He's, he's, like, he's in a, general. He's actually he's angry about angry about everything. Actually, he just. Pretty much, he, all he just kept saying is, fuck you, fuck you, motherfucker. Let me give you an example. Yeah, wait, wait, wait Sam, let me, let me give him an example. So they had these two huge pumpkins on stage, and mm-hmm. he goes, how do you like our pumpkins? <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. How, imagine having one of those pumpkins on your lawn, and then your neighbor tells you to get rid of it. I'd say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'll fucking kill you. That was exactly, that was like verbatim what he said. That's verbatim what, what he said about the pumpkins. It's out of nowhere. He's like, they had, they had two big like prop pumpkins, you know, that was on Halloween. They had them on the stage. And he's like, between songs, he's like, so how do you like our pumpkins? Like, pretty cool, huh? He's like, <laughs> would you have one of those on you? And this is like the most like non-rock star rant ever. Would you have one of those on your front lawn for Halloween? And if you did, maybe your neighbor would be pissed off. And he'd be like, get that pumpkin off the lawn. And you'd be like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? Why is he saying this?" And then for no it's reason, kind of a one threat. song. Like, what, one, why did he make one that song in his brain? Like, first Ryan, of all, one song acknowledge the pumpkin. No, no, exactly. Like, really, that was the exactly artist point. doesn't acknowledge their stage prop. No, <laughs> no. And it kind of feels like the whole idea of like you know being this dark, brooding band when you're like acknowledging that these are pumpkins you could put on a lawn for Halloween. Yeah, and no one, honestly, no one wants to hear, you know, a rock star talk about their neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> then they play the song. He also, he wait, also wait. actually, he introduced one song by saying, this is, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I say this with, without kidding, and this is pretty much verbatim. He said, this next song is about cutting the heads off of little girls. That was how he introduced the song. And then he played Die, Die, My Darling. That is the right point of these conversations. Oh, bass, nice. uh, Bass Levy is here. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, bass. Bass, we're talking about the Misfits reunion show in Denver. And then then he went went on a rant about how he hates the Kennedy family. Yeah, and then he played Who Killed Marilyn. how the Kennedys are. He's like, I knew back... Danzig? Who's it? Danzig at the Misfits show. He's like, "I I knew the Kennedys were pieces of shit back then, man. But no one knew it back then. Fuck the Kennedys, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry and I met. When Jerry and I met, we both wore black, and no one did what we did. We said, fuck everyone else, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was every song. Oh, last, he also had one where he he said between songs, he said, all right, he's like, how many of you have ever wanted to kill somebody? Like, I mean, really fucking do it. Like, kill somebody. He's like, come on, be honest. And I was just like, what? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and it's weird that none of none of those none of those com- actually Rolling Stone made a joke about pumpkin, but nobody's really talking about these really odd like breaks between songs, like really disturbing actually. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a fucking love song, and then it was uh, like Last Caress or something. All my songs are fucking love songs. <laughs> He's like, just a fucked up kind of love. Ha, ha. And he kept, he kept doing this fake laugh. Ha, ha, ha. He kept going, ha, ha, ha. That was the I best. I he was nervous. No, he always does shit like that, even at his regular concerts. But I, I, th- I think he, he he's so into being, like, the horror guy. Like, the Misfits remind me of watching a horror movie. It's almost like mm-hmm. he's playing a role of this killer. So well, if I he's doing know. that, it's brilliant. Okay. But <laughs> I think he... 
last time I saw him with Abram two years ago, he pretty much the whole show he talks about, he's like, yeah, he's like, we play a long show like all those other fucking loser bands. He's like, we just go come up here for 45 minutes. Like, we're here to entertain you. And it was like a 52-minute show. Like, he just, he just <laughs> passed 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, the Misfits are cool, but he seems like the world's biggest asshole. Yeah. I will tell you this, too. That sounds, Den- like, sounds like a wonderful time. The, the concert was awesome, though, honestly. I, I do recommend if you're in Chicago going to Ride Fest. Um, the whole city of well, Den- actually, I, I, you know, I know, I, I don't, I don't recommend it unless you're really a fan of the Misfits. If you don't like the Misfits, it's going to be, and it's an acquired taste. I oh yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you're a fan of the Misfits, it was awesome. Yeah, if you're not, like, if, if your favorite band is Boston, then, <laughs> then you probably should go to the Misfits concert. So you should go, base. Yeah, base. You, I don't think you would have enjoyed it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Ryan, aren't you a Misfits fan or no? No. I thought okay, you said I thought you used to wear like Misfits stuff, like pins and stuff. I mean, I may have had a pin. I had a bunch of pins. I, I, well, I wasn't very discriminate when it came to the pins I would put on things. Oh, you would just wear random <laughs> pins. If someone gave me a pin that I thought looked alright, I'd put it on a backpack or something. Oh. I, I, so that- I, don't, I was making statements with my pins when I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's what I noticed. Everyone at the Misfits concert was wearing a Misfits shirt, but they didn't know any songs. So do you think that's kind of it? Like, do you think all the guys who wear those jean vests with all the patches, they're just putting on any patch that looks cool? Probably. And they don't really like the bands, but then they act like they do until you actually question them on it? Yeah, plus, I mean, the Misfits logo is just is cool looking. That skull is cool. It's not like someone handed you yeah. an Airbnb patch and you put it on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a Duracell patch on your jean jacket? <laughs> oh, it just looks cool, man. And I like batteries. Oh, yeah, what kind of battery? Oh, I don't know. But everyone I asked, like, because I, I was getting audio, and I was like, hey, uh, so you're a big Misfits fan? Oh, the biggest. What's your favorite song? Uh, like can't you at least name one? <laughs> they couldn't name one song. I mean, one. Yeah. I mean, if I went to any concert, I could at least name one song. You're going to the concert. You can't name one song. That's crazy. Right. Just one. Oh, <laughs> uh, if I hear it, I know it. Tell me some of the names. Tell me some of the names. I'll know them. But how about it, Sam? Denver, the whole the whole city smelled like weed. Yeah, I, I oh, didn't. I didn't, I didn't know how high Denver was. And they really have a problem with white homeless people. There's white homeless people everywhere in Denver. How about it, Sam? Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of homeless in Denver. Yes, there but is. a lot of white homeless. They're all white. Yeah, it's all white yeah. homeless people. I think they're all drug addicts, right? Well, they, they they looked the part, sure. Like, I think they went out there just because, yeah, you man. Mean, you, mean in a, you mean in a place where they've legalized marijuana, they got to walk around? Yeah, but a bunch of crackheads. Like, I, I guess you start out like, yeah, man, I'm just going to get uh, smoke weed every day, man, get baked. And then before you know it, they're doing crack. And before you know it, they're just sleeping on the ground. But they were peaceful homeless people for the most part. Like, no one bothered us. Yeah. They didn't seem to be too aggressive. Maybe because they're so mellowed out yeah. from the drugs. <laughs> Here, man, I know you're a crackhead, man, but let's split this joint, man. 
And you know that people give know. those homeless guys joints all the time. Because there's a lot of people who give homeless oh, guys, yeah. like, alcohol. I'm sure yeah. out there they get weed. For sure. I ain't got no money, bro, but do you want to hit this? All right, cool, man. <laughs> I wonder how many guys in Denver actually share their joints with homeless people. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I mean, in Denver, you just can't smoke weed on I mean, there's still laws about that. I mean, there's, they have like. It didn't smell like it. I, well, no, it didn't, but I mean, there were a lot of like, you can do a lot of like, like, you call it like a weed bar or something. Yeah. There were like, on every block, there was like a weed. Like, like a, we passed a place called Rocky oh. Mountain High. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, a, lot, a lot of stuff like that. Wait. And, and I, I did see people smoking joints on the street, but I mean, I don't think it's legal to just walk around and smoke. I don't think it's legal. Base, let me ask you this, because you were a drug dealer in high school, right? I wasn't a drug dealer. I just sold some marijuana on the side. <laughs> drug dealer. Yo, man, that dude with the deep voice, man, he got the most the most flame herb, man. What up? <laughs> what are you looking for? A couple, a couple dimes? What do you need, a nickel bag? I got two nickels and three dimes left. That sounds accurate. <laughs> but base, why is it that all people who smoke weed can't? Why can't you just smoke your own joint? Why would you share it with a homeless guy just so you could have someone to smoke it with? Well, because it's like anything else. You don't want to drink alone. You, if you're gonna, you know, weed is supposed to be like a party kind of a drug. So if you smoke, it's nice to smoke with other people and you know, just get high with them. But I mean, some people do smoke by themselves. But if you're, you know, it's a peace loving kind of a drug. So I guess if you're in the mood and. All those guys seems kind of cool. I guess, uh, <laughs> this, dude, this homeless guy seems cool as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, this homeless guy is awesome. Let's live on our couch. They had at the Denver airport. They sold hacky sacks. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, they didn't. I'm just. Joking. I feel like you can tell. Wait, did they not? Or, no, or but I, no, I was joking. But I said they probably. Oh. Oh. I thought you were like a, a real thing. No. But yeah. I just picture everyone there with a hacky sack in there. Like, that's the one city that's still everyone. Like, remember when we were in high school, everyone always had a hacky sack in their pocket? Yeah. Hey, man, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, play, some, let's play some sack, man. What, is, what a ridiculous I, I, game. I, I, you know what? I did believe when they said it because I did see quite a bit of guys out there in the hacky sack circle. Okay, so <laughs> in front of bars, so. <laughs> Hacky sex circle. Remember, and then, and then, and then, when you when you would like drop it. Remember, you had to walk the circle and get punched. I don't think I played that way. (laughs) I don't don't remember that version of the game. Usually, I was so stoned that whenever somebody dropped it, I would just walk away and get the Dude, man, that's that guy with the deep voice and all the weed, man. (laughs) (laughs) What up? Uh, man, I'm fucked up. You want to play hacky sack? <laughs> Serve it up. Hey, it I brought my homeless. Pizza. All right, hacky sack, that worked. What, right? I said I brought my homeless friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives right by Union Station. He's cool, man. He seemed, he seemed cool, so I smoked him out. He wanted to hack. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes joints through his nose, man. He's cool. <laughs> Watch. He looked just like Chester Copperpot. <laughs> Eye patch. He's missing a leg. He's cool, man. He's real chill. <laughs> I know, you know who has a bigger homeless problem than, than Denver is Vegas. I mean, my God, I'm walking down the strip and like 
you really just have to kind of walk down the center of the strip because the left and the right is just aligned completely with homeless people, just all laid out. It turns out in oh, cities God, where yeah. gambling and marijuana are legal, there's a lot of degenerates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who fuck hey, up their hey, lives. Spot for you. There's a spot reserved for you, Abe. I, I saw it. Well, <laughs> your spot is, your spot is waiting when you're ready. See, the good thing is I'll always have a place because no matter what, my mom will take me in. Yeah. So I'm set for life. Yep. Worst case, <laughs> worst case scenario is I just live with my mom and just don't have an income, and I just hide from bill collectors. <laughs> like that's it. That that that's not a bad worst case scenario if you ask me. Oh, like right, like right, Ryan. You could always like if your parents, if anything ever happened to you, you could always go to your parents. No matter yeah, what, I like, don't. But I don't think of that. No, but I'm saying that's a worst-case scenario. So it's like Sam saying there's a spot reserved for me laying on the strip begging for money, but <laughs> but I'm saying that that's not an option for me. I'll always have I a better option. I saw your name. It said, it said Abe Karen coming soon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no. That always is an option. I just don't even think it. That's all. J- j- next to a pile of, like, dog piss, there's just a sign. But, I mean, let's be honest. If, if, if you were homeless, maybe you would come here to Vegas. I know you would. Well, how would I get there? This is where you'd be. Well, you you would just you got a thumb, right? I'd, <laughs> I'd be the homeless so would guy. There be any place would there, would there be any place that Abe would actually want to be if he was dead broke out of luck and being around casinos? Or yeah, it'd be horrible. That's the last place I'd want to be. If I was that, would be that would be like a personal hell for him. Yeah, I'd have to see everyone gambling and having fun while I'm sitting there smelling like shit, begging for money. Ryan, you guys have a lot of homeless in, in L.A. Do you guys have a lot of homeless? I'm guessing you do, right? They're concentrated. There's like Skid Row. Honestly, there's like one like one little strip where they are. And Doesn't it make sense? Yeah, you know that you don't if you're homeless, them. you would you would you would go west if you were homeless. I mean, why would you? Why would you? I've always said that when I lived in Chicago, I always said I don't understand why these people stay here. I would just start walking. You either go to Florida yeah. or to California. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine walk. why you'd want to live through the winters. Yeah. Ryan, remember when I was visiting you in LA, we went to was it um Santa Monica? The beach? Yeah, we did. We went to Venice and Santa Monica. But remember the homeless guy on that bench? Yeah. Remember he was like convulsing? Yeah, he was like having a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> it was disgusting. His whole his, 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 his golfer. He had, no. he, he had a huge <laughs> gut. He had all this like liquid coming out of his nose and mouth. And he was making like, like, like gurgling. Yeah, and then we're like, hey, yeah, we man, let's smoke, bro. We, <laughs> we played hacky sack for a minute, and then we were on our way. But, Ryan, on Santa Monica Beach, there were homeless guys laid out everywhere, remember? We actually talked about it on the podcast. We said, like, um, what were we saying about that? We had some kind of theory about it. That, like. Uh... I don't remember, but I, 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 you're right. They, and, Sam, I, yeah, when you ask, they, they do. They're, they're concentrated in pockets, and then you'll find a lot at the beach. But what a great. If you're homeless, what a life, right? <laughs> live at the beach. I mean, yeah, you're just, in paradise. You live on yeah. the you live on the beach. You you're living where everyone who works hard is driving the beach. Everyone dies to live on the beach. You that's your home. Is you have beachfront property. <laughs> I'm looking back on I'm podcasts. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like come out there and be home. Wait, on August 25th, we did a podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, this is the 100th podcast. I forgot to mention that. Oh. So that's a big deal, I guess. Not really. Um, that's a big deal, I guess. Not really. 
I, I, I thought it was, but then I was thinking about it. It's like, well, what's the difference? It's not like we're not going to do 101. It's not like, you know. Um, it's, not, it's not like you're having Vin Armani on or anything. Yeah, no big, no big guests like that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking sure. back at the uh, website, and we were talking about homeless guys with swagger. Was was did something happen with a homeless guy with swagger? God, I don't remember. I really don't. I don't remember at all. It just says like because you know how the description is on the website. It just I, yeah. I just typed in Abe Cannon into Google homeless. And the first thing that came up was episode fifty one of the podcast, August twenty fifth, two thousand fifteen, which was probably well no, that was a little bit after I, I came there. But it said homeless guys. When you, with when you started typing Abe Cannon and Google autofilled was homeless, like one of the first auto results, Abe Cannon homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that people search for that quite often. Yeah. yeah. Is he homeless yet? <laughs> Whatever happened to Abe Is Cannon? Abe Cannon homeless. Yes, he's homeless, right, honey? Oh, he's homeless. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, homeless people. Oh, here we go. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, go back to episode 49, and it says uh, Abe's epic trip to Los Angeles, including homeless people in Santa Monica. So if you want to hear whatever, I don't even know what that conversation was, but if you want to hear that conversation, go back to episode 49, because it's it's like the third thing we talked about. (laughs) So episode, four, I'm going to listen to that myself. I'm just curious um, to see what we were talking about. Because I know something happened with those homeless people. There was something yeah, going was on. Some that, encounter. I recall that. I just don't remember what exactly it was. I'm going to have to listen to it because I just remember there being homeless people. What, what, what did we say? That, oh, fuck. That they danced or something? I, I really don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but but it's they they oh oh was it about them hooking up and having sex and stuff? Because remember we said yeah, like because because the, there were some so. there were some homeless couples together and we were saying like how how does that happen like does one homeless guy get laid more like does he have swagger like so, oh get away from this loser come with me and then he gets to have, like he gets to bang the hot homeless girl. <laughs> He has the least amount of boils on his body. <laughs> Bill boils. How do you get a boil? Do you guys have any boils? <laughs> no, I don't even know what a boil is. I mean, I I, yeah, I, 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 I don't. Right next to my skin tag. What's up? What's that base? What about a skin tag? I said it's right. The right next to all my skin tag. Hey, did we God, ever? By the way, did, did we ever cover that? Did you know? Oh, great. Okay, so I know uh, someone who started dating someone with skin tags. And I found out that they get them cut off, but they grow back. Did we Ouch. talk about this? I, don't know. I feel like you talk about skin tags a lot. No, but, I, no, but I, that, I that's like, breaking news. I feel like we dedicated an episode to skin tags that we covered it all. No, no, but that's breaking but news. I didn't know skin tags grew back. I thought once you cut them off, they were gone. Apparently, they grow back. Oh. Yeah, that is. I just got that CNN alert, and they have to just buy and lock. Buy and lock for ten months. They followed that up with skin tags grow back. <laughs> That's all it says. But that makes sense, right? Like you always. I mean, you know, you can get them burnt off or sawed off or however they do it, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. If they take sawed uh, off. off, if they take uh, like you know, you coffee drops, off. They don't. They don't cut them off. They burn them. They don't cut, it's like, doctors with, like, 
machetes and saws. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they what well, they just set, well, they put bit, they pour I, gasoline I, I, I on their neck hard. and set it on fire. Hey, but I feel like they're a little bit hard on people with skin tags. I mean, you may have them one day, and then you're going to feel really bad. You know what All I'll do clock, though? If I get them, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do if I get skin tags? I'm going to get them cut off. Yeah, but what if you're, then they're going to grow back? So what? It's like getting yeah. a haircut. It's like a lineup. Oh, gotta, I'm going in to get lined up. My uh, neck and my God, head. God, are you shallow? You are. So what if like if you if you fuck out in gray hair? What if you knock one out and it grows about ten more? Well, at least that's fine. And then you get just for men. In this case, you get just for skin tags. Get them all cut <laughs> up. Ryan, come on, Ryan. It's not about being vain. If you had skin tags all over your neck, you wouldn't get them taken care of. I would. I would set up a rotating cast of not rotating, but like a regular appointment schedule. Where let's say if they grow back every three months, I'd make. I'd set up a yeah. gigantic appointment every three months to get my skin tags lined up. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Ryan, it's like a haircut. I think, I think what, what you guys are missing is you guys are still relatively young. I mean, most of the people you see with skin tags are much older folks um, who don't really care about their appearance. Like, oh, yeah, but you got to care about the skin tags. Gonna, they still get haircuts. Do they stop getting haircuts? It's not like a haircut, okay? It's not, it's not a good comparison. It's a great comparison. <laughs> it's something you have serious, to do all the time. If they have other serious health issues, they probably aren't really concerned with the skin tags anymore. <laughs> Maybe you'll see it when you're 70 and you're just covered in skin tags. <laughs> 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 I hope you're not, but man, I mean, fuck, karma says you should. Oh, you would, love, you would love for me to be covered in skin tags. You would oh, love yeah, it. I would love it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would love to see If it isn't my brother's skin tag, I mean, Abe. Yeah. What's up, Tag? Hey, Tag. I mean, Abe. If you ever get Tag and we're homeless living in Vegas, I'm pretty sure Sam would go. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sam would piss right yeah. on me if I if I was laying I'm next really, to I, I, if I was laying yeah. next to the Bellagio fountain yeah. covered in piss and skin tags. Homeless. Yeah, I can't wait for my brother to be homeless. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, if it isn't my homeless yeah. loser brother's finally. skin tag. Yeah, it's finally. I see, I see, I see Abe's last ditch of uh, getting money would be one of those guys on the street who are flicking those yellow like pieces of paper to get a buck. <laughs> the prostitution oh, the cards? Card guys. But, yeah, those like, guys you know the guys that like, the, they snap the papers together and like, yeah. right in your face? You know what's the best, though? There's always the one guy you see on the street who collects them. Like the one, like, frat boy who takes them from everyone. Ha ha ha! Yeah! They, like, collect them, like, the <laughs> playing cards or something. Sam, do you know that out there? I haven't noticed a collector, but I sure see a lot of those car people with cards. And they see you alone. They're probably, like, you're probably a prime target, right? Well, I don't, I don't know if they're, like, if they're that intelligent. They're, I mean, they don't look like they have any brain cells at all. Hey, uh, like, hey who's I the stiff? Him, I see them going in front of, like, women in wheelchairs. Like, I don't think I care. Hey, they who's this stiff cars. walking around by himself, you know? Hey, go off for him Wait, a couple. Are you, are you in Vegas by yourself? Yeah, I am. It's, it's a long story. I don't want to get into it again. Base, oh, just, base just rewind the podcast. I'll tell you about it later, Base. I, yeah, we're on a podcast. Hold on. But, Let me rewind the podcast. I'll jump back on it. <laughs> Yeah. Long story short, I had travel plans. Um, I had a I had a layover here in Vegas, and my travel plans got fucked up, so I got kind of got stuck here. So, you haven't had any hookers uh, come up to you yet? Do they approach? No. Do they, do, are they supposed to approach people? Yeah, I if, you're al- if you're alone, alone? hey, I'm a, I'm I'm walking around flip flops on and, and and cargo shorts. I don't I don't I look like a Vegas player. Number two, <laughs> isn't prostitution not legal in Vegas? 
Oh, come on. There's hookers everywhere. It doesn't. Okay, Sam, you know what else is illegal in Vegas? Uh, All kinds of shit. I don't know. I'm not a Vegas expert. I mean, this isn't all common knowledge to me. Sam's like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> you ever see I don't that? Even get that joke. I mean, that's that's how little I know about Vegas. You never saw Leaving Las Vegas? No. Oh, he he goes to Vegas where he just lives in a hotel room and just gets completely drunk and gets hookers. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome if Sam won like a million dollars somehow. I don't think Sam's in the in the right rooms for that. He went up back upstairs after he lost thirty dollars. <laughs> but the one chance he does have the wheel of for- the wheel of fortune slot machine, the progressive usually pays between one point three and one point nine million. Sometimes it's like two point seven yeah, million. So yeah, if, let's say Sam puts a only, twenty in. The only thing I like is video poker. Video poker has the best odds. So you're saying he's got a chance? Yep, he has he has Real a chance. Has honestly, I, I think Sam. And I'll tell you guys this right now. I'm almost positive I'm going to win $200,000 by Tuesday. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, this FanDuel team I put together, I, I, I for some reason I feel like I'm going to win. It's a $25 buy in yep. first place is 200 I, I really feel like I'm going to win. Yeah, but... Do you ever feel that, Ryan, when you just feel like something's, it's going to happen? Yeah, but not that. <laughs> that doesn't you know matter. What? I've heard Abe... Hey, I literally wait, hold I've on. heard you. No, go ahead. Sam. I've heard Abe say that exact same thing multiple times when he bought a lottery ticket, where, where the odds are like literally like one in like eight hundred million. I've heard him say these numbers. There's something about these numbers. I, I know how much like the Powerball this time. I just, I just know it. I've actually already looked at condos in Manhattan. I mean, I've heard him say things like. Where he convinces himself that he's, he's that he's going to win. It's the oddest thing. I think it's the thing with like degenerate gamblers where they're able to convince themselves that they're going to strike it big, and there's really no basis for it at all. Like I'm sure his his Vandal team is complete garbage, but I, <laughs> even if it's not, even if, even if, even if it's not, even if it's not, what are the odds of being the one out of four million? Ninety four thousand. Probably all feel the same way. Nobody picks a team and says, "God, this is a shitty team." They all pick teams they think are great. You're just one of the other people who think you have a great team. Oh. So why why is your inclination better than theirs? Oh, shit. And wait, real quick. Did you say that you're going to win $200,000 by Tuesday? Well, yeah, because it ends Monday night. So at midnight Tuesday, I'll probably win 200000 Because after, okay. after the Monday night games, that's how you add up your points? Yeah. So right after Monday night football, I'll win $200,000. Because that's when it ends. All right. Yeah. So what if I do win? Then what, Sam? Uh, I, then you have two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I hope you win, but you're not going. Money you And if I do win the two hundred thousand, I'm probably going to win a couple, like fifty or sixty thousand more, because I'm in a few other contests that, like, first place, like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, with the same lineup. So, I could have a nice little. You no, know, uh, let me say, let me tell you this piece of advice. Anybody whose life revolves around winning jackpots, I think you need to really start reevaluating. <laughs> you should never, because I hear you too much talk about this is going to be the jackpot for me. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, yeah, I guess technically you can win, but the odds are, I mean, if the odds are not enough for you, should make it a life's ambition. It's, it's a, if you win, great, that's a bonus, but I mean, you shouldn't, like, 
keep thinking like one day I'm going to win. No, no, I just feel like I'm going to win this time. When, when have I ever said on the podcast know, but, that I'm going to win? But, I'm just warning everyone well, now probably, that the next podcast is going to be a victory lot. celebration. Yeah, I hope it is, but it's not going to be. You'll see me on one of those commercials holding a check. Yeah, you would, and you would be on commercial too. I, I, Why wouldn't I? Of course I would. If they paid me, got a private jet. You better believe if someone's going to pay me to be on a commercial, I don't care. It's not, that's not like enough money. Abe's to- one of those lot of winners. Abe's one of those lot of winners who would like get assassinated within three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 does it does happen, but he would advertise the shit out of it. Like guys. I'm over here right now, and uh, <laughs> you know, so far, I just won five hundred million. And I'm celebrating. <laughs> Drinks on me all night. I'll be ranking it rain too from eleven to one. <laughs> you know, Suge Knight would roll up immediately. Yo, hey, what's up, dog? Yeah. Come on outside. I want to yeah. talk to you real quick. Yeah. Yo, Abe, let's talk <laughs> outside. Talking about that fan picture. Yo, Abe, there are too many people Did around. Dre introduced us. Yo, hey, remember you said Dre introduced us? Yo, let's talk outside. Too many people around. I'm going to talk business. <laughs> oh, cool, Suge. Hey, guys, hang back. I'm going to go. Ro- I'm gonna ride with Suge right quick. <laughs> I, end up in, I end up in Lake Michigan. <laughs> you guys find me 13 years later in Lake Michigan? <laughs> Last time I saw Abe was he was leaving with Suge Knight. Yeah. Me, Sam, and Bass would reunite for one last podcast just to confirm that it happened. <laughs> Thirteen years later. Wait, you're saying if I die, the episode one hundred one. Wait, Ryan, you're saying if I die, the podcast ends. Yes. What? Yes, it's you, your you, podcast. Yeah, but you guys won't carry it on. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but you three don't want to do something together. Abe, I, I, no, we all have jobs. I mean, <laughs> we all do stuff. I don't. There's, this is the Abe Cannon gimmick. Oh, uh, but I thought maybe the three of you, since you guys have such great chemistry, you'd want to keep it going in some way. <laughs> Sam and Bass, I'm sorry if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I think that probably. Oh no, I, I Ryan, no, I, I fully never intended to keep it going. Let's take it to the next level. When I die, are the three of you guys just no longer... I'm sure Ryan and Bass never talk again, but do Sam and Bass and Sam and Ryan still talk? Listen, I I was hoping when our show got canceled off serious, this would be the end of the (laughs) (laughs) No, but really... I was hoping that was the time. I I think I I I I was still... Then it was like it started deleting numbers and text messages. Like, Sam, would you keep the wrestling thread going only with Dan and Ryan? I think so. I think I would. Ryan? That's okay with you, Ryan. Yeah. Yes, of course. You, so, you, Dan, uh, Ryan, <laughs> with your permission. Ryan, you would keep Danny Gaga in the mix? You wouldn't just um, exclusively start texting Sam about wrestling? No, I'd keep Dan. Why would I cut Dan out? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. No, of course I wouldn't. It's not a big commitment. See, here's, here's what you have to understand. Texting in a group thread isn't isn't a commitment. You can't put te- uh, sending a text on the same level with, you know, taking an hour out to do a podcast. It's just not a fair comparison. And then you you and base. I will, I will say this, Ryan. Ryan, if, if let's say Abe died and then, like, <laughs> like to heal, I'm trying to, like, text about wrestling, and then I see, like, Ryan Mandel has left the conversation. <laughs> that, would really, like, that would really be, like, insult to injury, like, after my brother passes, you decide to cut out of the wrestling thread. But let's be real. Abe also has, Abe also has that, you know, guys are predisposed to have, like, that hero gene. They like to, like, they're the hero. They can fix things. They're, like, 
But Abe has that gene times 10. Abe is Abe functions through life as being the hero. Like, he wants to always be, like... Absolutely. Abe thrives on being the glue that holds us all together. (laughs) (laughs) He sure does. Because he he, he talks about things like this a lot. Well, no, I'm just wondering. I'm wondering if... Because think about it, Ryan. I'm sure you've had groups of... Abe, I share with Bass sometimes. That's just being based. I mean, it's... I know, but once I'm out of the mix, once I'm out of the mix, though, and that glue dries... And I'm I'm in the glue factory myself. How quickly? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure as soon as I die, the three of you will all have like, oh, I'm gonna miss Abe, and then he'll be like, no, he was he my brother, but he was my best friend. He was what? My best friend. I would. I'm gonna miss him. Why? Why? So then after after that, so Ryan, you you'd probably fly in for the wake, right, and everything. You'd probably fly in for the wake. God, so, what is that of a salesman? What a, what a dark sad. conversation. No, no, but I'm this saying, no, terrible. no, no, we're, we're t- this is the 100th podcast, so we're just trying to figure out. Although, if, we're talking about your dad. Wouldn't it, would it, would it be funny, though, Abe, at your uh, funeral, instead of giving you and Jason, just listed off all the money that you owe him at all different times? If what? He <laughs> never, still owed me $100 for yeah. a bunch of burgers. I don't believe Abe never paid me back for that flat tire. Abe thinks, Abe, it's like, you're like Death of a Salesman. I don't know if you've ever read no, a I book. Never, I never read, read. I, I, The only book I read was the uh, McFoley autobiography. Yeah. I mean, most <laughs> kids read it when they're 10, but it's basically this, 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 this pathetic salesman who hates his life. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you hate your life. I know you don't hate your life, but all he talks about is when I die. He's like, life sucks now, but when I die, boy. Well, whatever. It doesn't even have to be when I die. Let, let's say, There's going to be lines of cars. Pouring into the funeral home, and of course, when he died, nobody was there. It was just this guy yeah. who hated him. You know, uh, I mean, it's weird that you obsessed about your death so much. No, no, I'm never talking about my death. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, let's say I I get a job in, in Alaska on Deadliest Catch, and I start mm-hmm. catching crabs, and I, I right. and, and I don't have any contact with you guys. Let's make it easier for you, Sam. Then I'm just trying to figure out how quickly because you already said there'd be no podcast. So there goes that link. How quick until you guys don't talk at all? To be honest, I think we all, individually, we all kind of shoot a text here and there. So I'm fine. Well, Bass and, yeah, Ryan, I, I, and Ryan, I, I, the only time it, when Bass is in L.A., hey, Ryan, I'm in L.A., oh, uh, I'm doing a live broadcast in Disneyland. Uh, I mean, I'm in Indiana this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I mean. The likelihood of that happening is probably true, but I mean, every now and then, <laughs> Ryan and I will, will, will shoot a text towards each other, something cordial, it's something, something over the top, but, you know, we're, we're definitely nice to each other. We're not like, it's not like bitter rivals or Macho Man and Hulk Hogan don't shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like the only way you got out of this conversation, I think Ryan pretty much just made the point. Abe has this, this hero complex. He wants us to say yes, Abe. Without you here, the friendship <laughs> would die. Is that how we move on? Is that what you want to hear? Without no. you, Abe. No, I'm just wondering. I, I'd like, I, I think it would be a great podcast with the three of you. I don't think it would. I think it could carry on to spin I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I just, because I think this podcast, like I've always said, it is a look inside your head. So... Without you as the host, it's a whole different show. Yeah, but it could be a different show. But whatever, I'm not going to die. Hopefully, hopefully next week we're talking. Well, you about- will die at some point. We all will, but I mean, hopefully not anytime soon. 
Well, I hope when I die that I'm not still doing a podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I hope I'm old enough where I'm too old to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, but I don't, don't die. Do you, could, I mean, could, could that be possible to have, like, 90-year-old men doing a podcast? Like, when people still <laughs> listen? Just imagine, okay, so I'm 35 now. If I'm doing this podcast till I'm, like, 90, that means I'm doing it for another 55 years. Could you imagine, like, what, what, that, what would it be at 90 if I was still alive? <laughs> <sighs> I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing the exact same thing. I I saw one of the other guys here at the home who had skin tags on his neck. What a piece <laughs> of shit! <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what do you think? <laughs> well, I, uh, hey, you're a piece of shit. How about you, base? Well, you're an asshole. <laughs> rest, in, rest in peace, Ryan. He was the first to go. Why, why did Ryan die first? Because <laughs> that's the least expected. <laughs> it would be the least expected uh, for us all to be 90 and Ryan to be the first one dead. I want to dedicate this... 452,000th podcast to Ryan Manum. <laughs> Rest in peace. I still remember the time he said he would kiss Scott Weiland on the lips. <laughs> and that time when yeah, yeah, Nick, same shit. Nick Hexum called him out for cheating on words with friends. <laughs> Did now I mention the douchebag rankings. Yeah, no. <laughs> the douchebag power rankings. Jaden Smith the third is on the douchebag power rankings for having unprotected sex. The one male nurse that only decided to give me a bath. So. <laughs> yeah, the heat seek Sam. What's a heat seeker? Uh, a heat seeker is someone who hasn't quite made the D-Strike power rankings list. Uh, the heat seeker this week is the nurse who gave me a sponge bath. Fucker! Actually, uh, let, me, let me stop you right here and say that after hearing this demonstration, I actually feel like this... If this did exist, it would be one of the greatest podcasts ever. <laughs> right now, today. <laughs> There were three or four nine-year-old men doing a douchebag collar ranking. Yeah. <laughs> I think at that point it would be huge. It, it would be huge. After hearing it, like, yeah. you could talk about it on paper, but after hearing it in practice like that, that, that it actually sounds really good. Probably <laughs> <laughs> you have a show on MTV and everything. Oh, man. Well, hey, let, Sam has a hard out, so I just want to, because he has to go to that big Penn & Teller show tonight. Glad that he uh, got those tickets. <laughs> That's not a joke either. That's for real. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's not a joke. I love Penn and Teller. I got to see Penn and Teller. <laughs> but I, I, I did want to mention just a couple other things. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, guys. I did want to mention a couple other things really quick. Um, <laughs> I So we just started working the NBC Tower, and there's this shitty $10 gym right next door to our work. Base, you know, I don't want to say the name, but you know what I'm talking about, right? yeah. A shitty $10 gym, and I signed up there, even though I go to another gym, just because I figured going straight from work, it would be easy, you know, because I want to get a workout in. 
Because mm-hmm. waking up early, it's just hard to work out. So I signed up a month ago. I've gone twice. And I went today, and I was doing like a uh, that machine with the rope. And when I went down, because my arms are too long, the weights would kind of like, you know, crash a little bit. You guys know what I'm talking about on the, on the machine with the, um, the cord? The tricep thing? <clears throat> yeah, the tricep machine. Okay. So you know like the rack of weights like hits? Yeah. So the guy, the guy comes from behind the desk. And it's not like I was doing this on every machine. It was this machine because I have long arms. And he goes, hey, man, uh, don't let the weights hit like that. He said something ignorant like that, right? The guy who worked there? So I, gave, I looked at him. I gave him a disgusted nod. I literally finished up that exercise. I went in the locker room, grabbed my bag, and I said, I need to cancel my membership, and I canceled the membership. Wow. And the guy had such a, like, you know, the guy was trying to act like a badass because he was the manager. He had yeah. such a look of, like, I felt so good because I didn't start, have, I had no confrontation with him. I didn't give him a chance to say, well, hey, Dodo Bird, <laughs> you can't drop the weights like that, you know? You can't be a dummy like that, you know? You got, you're going to drop the weights like that. You're going to be stupid, you know? I, I didn't give him a chance because that's, that's probably what he wanted. He wanted me to give him some kind of confrontation. I literally walked up to the desk, took the little stupid um, card off my keychain, put it on the desk and said, I need to cancel my membership. And he looked so upset, and he grabbed it, and he like he had his... He didn't, he didn't ask, like, you know, is there, is there didn't a didn't, didn't ask any Didn't ask anything. He knew exactly why I was canceling wow. my membership. He had his head down, looked totally defeated, and then he, you know, he just had his head down the whole time. He was like, "Sign right here." I'm like, "What am I signing?" Oh, the uh, the termination agreement. And I'm like, "Well, <coughs> you're just gonna owe the startup fee of 20 I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." When I signed up, I got that wave. He's like, "Oh, okay." And I, I, I loved, <laughs> I loved how defeated he was. Because he was so, like, puffed up and tough when he told me to not make noise with the weights. I get it. If I was slamming every machine, then say something. But if it's the first machine you saw me doing that with, you don't come approach me. So right. I didn't want to go to that gym anyways. I only went twice. But it was a perfect way to teach that guy a lesson. And I bet he'll think before he's an asshole next time. Sure. You probably, they're probably out of business already. <laughs> <laughs> so the lesson, though, is... Pay people back with your money. I'm not going to get into some altercation with him. Like, he wanted that argument. Hey, hey, you want to go toe-to-toe with me verbally? You ain't going to win, you know? <laughs> Let's hey, do when this. You, uh, when, you, when you terminated and started walking out, did everybody start clapping for you? Yeah, it was, it was like Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I quit! I quit! I quit! <laughs> Who's coming with me? Then I started pissing on the ground. Who's coming with me and no one came? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Who's staying at this shitty gym? Thank you, Jan. I don't know. We kind of like it here, Abe. You go on ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But you know if I would have said something, he would have enjoyed it because then he wouldn't be able to say something back to me. If I told him, like, hey, I'm quitting because you told me I, <laughs> because you told me not to bang the weights. <laughs> what a ridiculous reason you to won. leave a gym. But I feel Come like, in, I feel like, I, I honestly feel like it was a victory. It was. A um, couple other things. You know, real quick, if you do win $200,000 by Tuesday, you should buy that place and fire him. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, th- I think we've talked about this before, but I just want to mention again, people who call off sick and they're like, <coughs> I can't come in today. I'm sick. Like they, tr- they try to sound more sick than ever uh, when they're yeah. calling in. But there's a guy I work with who, when he called in sick, he called in sick for like a whole week. And then the day he came back, he had this like huge box of medicine with him that he like had next to him the whole day. So everyone, it was like a prop to show that he was sick before because no one yeah. believed he was sick. <laughs> Like, it was the biggest box of Sudafed I've ever seen in my life, and it was, like, sitting in... It was, like, a cereal box of Sudafed. <laughs> and he was, like... Not only did he have it at his desk, but every time he walked somewhere, he would carry the box with him. It's, like, you don't take the pills, oh, like, every second. You, when you're taking medicine, it's not like you have to keep popping the pills all day. It, it was it was like a sick prop. Oh, yeah, see, I yeah, was sick. I, I was really sick, see? Mm-hmm. I wasn't lying. I really yeah, am sick. wheeled around an IV. And then they, then they, then another guy had like he he got hurt and and the whole he's oh oh, oh yeah it's bad oh like no one's really ever like that the only people who are really like that are people in hospice like who are really like oh. no normal person is always going oh oh oh, 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 oh it's bad it hurts it hurts man. No one does that who's, who's really hurt. And then the last thing I want to mention, um, how about, Sam, that train system in Denver? I'm sorry, what's that? The train system in Denver. Yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. They have uh, fully armed, fully strapped uh, train attendants who will sit down and talk to you the yeah. whole ride. No, but, but like a lady, a lady got on the train, and you, so you get a card. And then they, they like an attendant who's actually also a security guard checks it. Yeah. But if you don't buy a car, well, the metro is in, in Chicago. If anyone's been on the metro, you actually just like get on the train, and then they have like uh, train attendants who will like collect your your ticket like midway through the ride. Yeah, but it, but on the metro, if you didn't pay for a ticket, you could pay for it with the guard. In Denver, right? So here's a recommendation: if you're ever in Denver, never pay for the train ticket. Because when he comes through, there's nothing they could do about it. The lady's like, oh, uh, I didn't realize I needed a ticket. And he's like, okay, seems like an honest mistake. I'm going to let you go this time. Then he walked over by me, and he started telling me a story. Hey, guy, you know, people are smart, but crowds are dumb. People are smart. Like, you know, Chris Rock would be like, women love guys who have good jobs. Women love guys who have good jobs. <laughs> Women love... Like, he says that before each joke, right? This guy, the whole time he goes, yeah. People are smart, crowds are dumb. People are smart, crowds are dumb. Let me tell you why, okay? Let me tell you why. There was I, there was a study once that went down, and they were blowing a horn, and every time they blew the horn, our sample audience stood up, and the lady on the train just sat there. Then they blew the horn again, and she starts standing up with them. We slowly started removing the sample people. And the real people who came on all stood up and we blew the horn. And then they were asking each other, why are we standing up? And they said, we don't know. People are smart. Crowds are dumb. Oh, my God. Now, so he would punctuate his points with this one thread throughout the conversation. That was the headline every time. So yeah. if there was someone running towards you, a whole bunch of people right now, if they ran into your train car... And broke out the windows and tried to jump out. Would you run towards the crowd or run away from the crowd? I said, well, I'd run away. Why would I run towards a crowd of people screaming, trying to jump out of a train car? 
People are smart. Crowds are dumb. People are <laughs> And then he he was like he was one of those guys who would throw out a headline and he would like go fishing for a moron. Like there was a guy with minimal teeth and a bandana on and he kept, you know, throwing out headlines and the guy goes, I was seen one of them once. Uh, and then he like directed it like luckily that moron like bit. Like he threw out the line and he fished yeah. in this moron with no teeth. So luckily that got the guy off my back. People are smart. Crowds are dumb. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I remember a dumb crowd once. And then all his attention went to that guy, luckily. So I, I, made, I made out nicely. And, and the last thing I just want to mention is that um, my payback in the mosh pit was I kept farting. For all the people who smell like shit and sweat and blood I'm on glad me. You, glad, you got that. glad you got that in. Yeah. Man, just, you really stuck <laughs> it to people this week. What's that? <laughs> you really stuck it to some people this week, man. Between the gym and the, the, the farting, you really came out on top of the week. I gotta run. I have a mile walk. I really gotta run. That's some text from Sam. He's really excited to see Penn I and really Tell. do. I'm not kidding. I, I don't have a lot of time. Wh- where's it at? At the Rio, right? We're waiting for this show, huh? Why don't you take a cab? Yes, at the Rio. It's like, because I wanted to walk. Oh, okay. Well, we'll end the podcast until Sam can go people see Penn. People are smart. Crowds are dumb. Yeah, people are <laughs> So Sam can go see Penn. Sam, let us know how Penn and Teller is. And, and, and guys, if, if I win the 200000 next joking, week. Keep joking, keep joking about it. Keep joking about it. It is he better tell it. But if I win the two hundred thousand next week, guys, we'll have a celebration podcast. Okay, can't wait. All right, I'll holler at you guys. Oh, and and it's been a, a good hundred episodes, fellas. Hundredth nice episode. Yes, Congrats to Wonderful. us. Wonderful. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. If you like the podcast, tell someone. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate and uh, comment on iTunes. And we'll holler next week. See ya. Peace. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.